And this is Lala Madness News, and I'm out here with Miss Kimmy T, who is to me one of the hottest comedians ever. That part. Your yes. your opinion is the only opinion that matters. And yet they think so too, which is how you Period. got on the stage where I seen your ass at because you was there already. Yeah, yeah. Because you out here doing it. Was <laughs> That part, but Miss Kimmy T, why don't you tell everybody um, about you know where they can find you at your social media and all that good stuff? So my social media is K Y like the jelly M M I T E A underscore letter V. That's where you can find me on uh, Instagram. I am also on TikTok, although they're always trying to censor me on there. Like, I'm a good, wholesome person. And I don't understand why, but it doesn't matter. You can still find me. Please, <laughs> please, please look out for me. Um, I am working on so many exciting things that I really mm. do not want y'all to miss out on because not only do I work for things for myself, I, I'm a huge supporter of giving back working collectively um you know all of us growing together i literally and this is not even questions you just asked me but i literally um just came up with a name for the people who fuck with me quite honestly and it's not about followers with me is not i don't need nobody to follow me because i'm a fucked up person i will lead you into some bullshit sometimes not lead you not, into destruction not, no not when you i'm not here to be your role model i'm here in some respects yes but in a lot of respects, like I'm not no fucking guru. I'm not trying to act like I got all the work, the the um the plaques and right, right, and right. That. Or yeah. like I know everything. You're not I a mean, life coach. I'm, I'm, don't get your life I, instruction from a life coach. She here right, as a comedian, right? As a comedian and as a person that makes mistakes still. Let me just yeah, try to do that. I don't care right. who, what their occupation is. They're gonna make a mistake or two or three, and they made a whole lot on the way before you met them. Exactly. And I learned from them. That's the thing. Like, like I learn from my people, my community, community, K Y N M U N I T Y. The Kimmy T. Oh, I community. Can spell that T is in T. Community. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's what we doing. I like it. I like it. That's what we doing. Look at that. Community. Period. Always branding. Always branding. And listen, let me just say. I love being able to have dope people to bounce ideas off of because look at that. If you don't have someone to talk to and do that, yeah. you don't be, you're not able to really grow. Like my best ideas are the things I just throw out and I'm like, and I hear someone, I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? It's an exchange of energy. So right. thank you for helping me create Cause we gonna be rich and shit. So we practice rich as shit. We practice. Okay, I'm gonna pay a bitch to sweat her titties for me. I'm right. not gonna be sweating my own titties. No, but you sweat your titties. That's well, girl, problem. I don't have that problem. You know I know. What I'm I know. It's okay. Yeah. We don't want you sweating your titties at mm -hmm. all. And I got a booty, but I don't want that sweating because I, I had a chick before. With, never mind. This is your interview. So Wait. Tell me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I live a very, you know what I'm saying? I live a, every I lifestyle like you can think of. I love that. I've been I love that. a beard, which I've had husbands. You know what I'm saying? I've lived a that A beard lifestyle. and husband, please. Because I, I, does everybody know what a husband is? Yeah, a gay husband but you probably would know that if you're in the lifestyle darling but right. i've been in that lifestyle you know what i'm saying I like that yeah a gay husband right yeah you know that gay husband that's like that understands you 
he's the only one that probably understands you. There's no embarrassment right. or nothing like that. Yeah, Desmond. And then a beard would be the female that plays the role mm. to help the nigga hide that he's really Once on the I other do. side. Yeah. Because, you know, beard disguise. Right. She's the disguise. Right. I like that. Yes. You have it. So I would live that lifestyle, but I don't do like chicks with sweaty asses. So, anywho, that was the point of that. Wait, but you don't do chicks with what? Sweaty asses. Oh, yeah. A sweaty titty is fine because they, you know what I'm saying? That happens. It's just extra meat. But a sweaty ass, you need to wash that. But right. anyway, soak. That ain't what we're here for. But anyway, girl. <laughs> back to Miss Kimmy T. Yes, yeah, so like where? Now I hear a little bit of the up northness in you, and I know you have. You're well-traveled, I'm sure. So where are you, like, originally from as well as where'd you grow up? Okay, so I was born in Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Shaker Heights, Ohio, to be exact. Um, and for anybody who may not understand, like, in Atlanta context, that is the equivalent of a Johns Creek, quite honestly. Gotcha. Um, and beyond us, this is super affluent. That's like this is the second most affluent suburb in Ohio and whole entire state of Ohio. Um, well, at least so you grew time. up well kept. I grew up very well kept, mm. yes, very well kept. And then, um, so you got a little sense. I got a little bit of sense that I like to use every now and then, <laughs> every now and then, not. Too often. <laughs> no, because usually, you know, you got it's like an outlet. You still gotta be normal. I have to be so. super normal and as well kept as I grew up, I don't ex I would never exchange my experience of living another life for yeah, shit no. at this point. No. You um, need all that shit. No, you I need everything that has encompassed me yes. needs the Kimmy to that I you. am today. Exactly. Because how would you be able to like relate regurgitate this right. stuff, relate to other people, to even make a joke for people to relate to it and for it to be funny if you don't know what the hell going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you've only lived one life and you only see it through one fucking lens. Like that shit is so super boring. Um you know, and you don't have to necessarily live these lives first-handed to understand that there are other people out there that experience life different than you to be open to that. There's books. There's the internet. You know, and... Now. Right. Now. Luckily right? for y'all. People still don't take advantage of it. <laughs> they still are so like, this is the only... Like, this whole cancel culture is based on, this is the way shit is supposed to be, and if it's not like this, fuck you. What? Well, let's speak on that, because I'm going to get back to our... Pre, what you call it? Write that down. We're coming back to that. <laughs> no, no, no. We gonna okay. talk about that okay. right now while okay. we're here. How do you feel as a comedian? Because we know Dave Chappelle just went through that, right, with the mm -hmm. cancel culture, and then the baby who is an artist. We know, of course, right, dealing with that. How do you feel? And not saying the subject because the subject matter is different. It doesn't even comparison. matter about the subject, quite honestly. Why should someone? Okay, my bad. How do you no, no, feel okay. about the cancel culture as far as that one wrong statement, one wrong anything? And it may not be wrong to you. Some It's it's why people have opinions, like assholes. Everybody right. got Right. So you can't push your objective onto somebody right. else or what you think or how you were raised onto what someone else should say, think, do, or act, right? Exactly. So do you like... How do you feel about the cancel culture? And do you find that you have to kind of screen your jokes at times to kind of avoid some of the cancel culture-ish? Mm -hmm. So, um, 
Shout out to Dave if you're watching this. I think hey, you're Dave. a fucking genius. <laughs> Dave, you're a fucking genius. And it is what it is. And it's not even the genius aspect of it, but just having the courage to kind of say what everybody's thinking, but because people have families and livelihoods and they make their money off of comedy, they don't really want to risk that. Dave has put himself in a position where he don't give a fuck about the money. You know what I well, mean? Well, the point is Dave is a fucking millionaire for one. He done put his work in 20 plus years right. and shit. And he said, you should have seen people, the prequel when he came on, the interlude, when he let y'all ask, no, this is going to be his last show for a while. Right. Which means this shit about to be controversial. I already know right, it's going right. to be a possibility of people having issues or blah, 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 blah. Kickbacks from it. So he already kind of came out. Yeah, he kind of cushioned it. Like, okay, bitch, this may or may not be for you, but this is how I feel. And we need to give people space for that. Like... There is no cookie-cutter way to think. There is no cookie-cutter way to fucking do comedy. I mean, even on a smaller scale, like me being a black woman, especially in Atlanta, it's like, okay, well, you're not um, loud, or you're not twerking, or is that even calm? Like, Yeah, you be clothed. I'm clothed, too, so some people right. say that as your personality. Why are you not naked? I'm like, right. what the fuck? Because that ain't how I dress. Exactly. 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 And... Why do you give a fuck? Is the biggest thing. Why, why are you worried about? Why are you policing me? Well, you want to take me to now shopping place and swipe your card not, not one time, time to determine what my wardrobe should be like. Right, exactly. And yeah. people don't understand that even that is fucking cancel culture. So that's the funniest thing about cancel culture to me because again, I'm not Dave Chappelle. So me, like literally. Um, censoring myself or trying to appease a crowd i am still figuring this whole comedy thing out quite honestly you know and that's the beauty of comedy that's comedy is something you grow in you know you start finding your voice you start finding you know your brand that's for you and it's not going to be for everybody what i like about yours is that yours is it feels natural to me even I'm naturally funny. I, know, I will admit yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, because a lot of comedians aren't. Like, I'll have a conversation yes. with a comedian. I'll be like, oh, my God, you are such a good writer. writer and that's fine. Right? But that's fine. The delivery is Right. Funny. Because I feel my shit. You know, I'm a passionate person. I'm like, I love life. I love people. Those are my gifts. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. super disciplined as a writer, quite honestly. But I That's what I'm about to say. Your stuff, right. even if you do write, which I'm sure they do. I do. I definitely do write. Too. Please, goddamn, yeah. you fucking comedians be on my ass. I do write. You, she writes. Right. I do write. Your delivery, though, when you deliver it, it be like, oh, she just did. That's like a fresh. You can tell. It you can tell that, it, you, but baby. it be funny it. as hell because it be real, the real, the natural. Right. You could feel. No, she just said that shit and it was funny as hell. Like right now. Thank like you. Like you, what they call it? Um, you, you like be up improv. there freestyling? I do. I do. You <laughs> better learn. That's the of a right. comedian freestyling. Period. Not like just that. Get up there, right? She came with the rapper terminology for me. I you see how she that? That. You know. And that's what you do. You do that like that. You intercross your lives. I love that. Yes. Thank you so much. I yes. appreciate that. I really do. Um, I'm having fun. Quite Good. Yes. I'm having fun, and that's the biggest thing for me. 
um, is that this still feels like something engaging for me. And that's why I don't really do a lot of the politics of the comedy right. yeah. situation, of anything. Like, it's going to be politics. Is this stuff you probably stay away from in certain aspects to avoid the politics of it, or...? Um, Do you just go and like, fuck it? I'm saying it because it's on my mind and it's how I feel. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I'm still able to approach things, thank God. Because, again, this is my expression and I feel like I'm entitled to that, if nothing else. The same exact way, right? exactly, that we're all entitled to that. And I'm not going to let anybody else's freedoms fucking shrink mine. Not doing because that. you got big things to do. This lady has big things to do. Thank you know you, what I'm saying? I truly do. I know we touched on the fact that she's from Ohio. Oh, I didn't but, even finish. Right? Oh, okay, I told we'll you we was gonna we'll get sidetracked. I told I'll let them know ahead of time. Right, they know you. we both eat okay. the tail, so they get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get it and right. they love it, so right. it's okay. But yes, I know you um, were born and raised in Ohio, and mm -hmm. then from there, where'd you? From there, um, my mom packed us up in the middle of the night because my father was abusive. And although he was well off, you know, so you got to know what you kind of want when you want to rent. Right, yeah. that, that concept of a rich nigga. Um, not saying all rich niggas like to beat women up, but my father was one of them, <laughs> unfortunately. And um, we went uh, to New York, to Queens Rich Projects to be specific. So I'm like this, like it literally, I am a fucking white girl and the project. being dumped into the middle of Queens Ridge Projects. Just because my skin was black did not mean a motherfucking that thing because adjusted. I did not really have a black experience. Like I had black cousins that lived in Cleveland and like I went over there, but it wasn't the same. No, because they had how they need to act, you know what I'm saying? Right. They were still... You know, they were pretty well off too. Although they were in like, like I lived in a super white. So I went to school. I was the only black person. But you know, when I went to my cousins, that was like a suburb of upper class black people. You know what I mean? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, me, I ain't looking crazy. Thank you. You know what? <laughs> I appreciate you. So my experience with like the hood, I had none. None. I didn't even know about like, it. I was in the third grade. When oh, I that's like the pivotal point. The pivotal point. Dun, dun, okay. Dun, dun, third grade. Exactly. You know exactly. How did you adjust? Or did you? Well, you had so, to you came out. So the thing that's super interesting, even when I look at like this whole cancel culture situation is like, I've been living that shit my whole life. So can't nobody tell me shit about Kim. Fit, period. Like, bitch, this been my life forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker been telling me, oh, you not black enough. You not white enough. You you know what I'm saying? Oh, you a white girl. They call me a bad girl. Black body. All the time. You know so what? you can't fucking, like, when I get online, the motherfuckers be like, oh, da -da 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 -da, you know, black women this, or black people that, or oh, you whatever, whatever label that they trying to force down my throat, like, I have, my throat so strong <laughs> now, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side joke. That's a side joke. 
don't know about that side shit, but I'm telling you, my throat's strong. You can't shove shit down my throat at this point. Like, I am so secure in who the fuck I, I am, am and who the fuck I'm growing into being. You know I what I mean? that comes with the duality of having both lifestyles. Exactly. Because I had the same. My grandparents were millionaires. That's why I got my... I played concert piano for about okay. five, six years. I played for the church. I was I was on the usher board. I Super went to culture. a well and was well right. astute. Well my healed as they Ain't no kids say. playing in my grandparents' million dollar neighborhood, but ain't no, yeah, no. I love it. Ain't nobody outside. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. We don't That's do not that happening. Right. When you raised by people that was born in 1919 with a whole lot of money. Ooh. You're not about nice. to act up in here. You're gonna be. You're gonna know how right. to sit because they're gonna make you sit. You know, it was all about appearances the for them folks. So you're not gonna you're be out here acting like those. Oh no, uh -uh. no, oh, no. And then though, my mother, who chose not to live in the elite lifestyle, right. decided to move to the projects and have her children. Right. So, which would be me and my three <laughs> siblings. Like but look at how no we had a duality they came and got me right. on the weekends summers christmas all that i even right. lived with them at certain parts in my adolescence but that is where i got my you're gonna learn how to garden you're gonna learn about the almanac right. you're gonna learn how to make money and do carpentry and cut right. grass and all that to put in your bank account i love it for college but right. that's not what's happening in the hood when i go to school monday through friday mm-hmm so I and I had and then you're trying clothes. to put we them together. Poor. Like, how is this gonna? That shit is a clusterfuck. I'm telling so you. So I know. So it's like right. you, you gotta. You just came from the hood all week, so you gotta come to church. You gotta be right around the astute people. Right. But then when you go back, you going back. You to gotta the be hood. able to be able to be in the mix of that shit. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So okay. I get it. I, get I love it. it. Look at that. We didn't so, even know that. Right. I like it. I know, but I it does give you a duality of For real. things that are missed on both ends. Right. Right. So right. you know things that you're able to probably relate to both sides because you know what each side probably doesn't get too much of exactly. or where they may have a certain perception of one side, but it's because they really haven't experienced that part that you have. Or, right. or was blessed to experience. I call it a blessing when you're it able is. to have a do It really like is. It really is a super mega blessing and that's exactly how I see it at this moment. Like, I ain't gonna lie. When we went to Queensbridge, like, I never seen Roach. Like, I never seen none of that shit. And I wanted to go back to Ohio so bad. Like, I was like, this, like, you know, I was a pampered ass fucking kid growing up. I had furs and, you damn know, my father gave your was... ass another damn thought, didn't they? <laughs> what you said? Them roaches gave like, you another what? thought. Yeah. Why are they Got in the house? Yeah. They did, yeah. but I'm going to tell you now, I now, throw me, throw me in that shit. I'm good. Like, I'm ready. Because you know what to expect. You kind of know. And that, that shit is a benefit. You it really know. is. Because you, I can literally move through every world. You know what And I mean? you can, like, think and know what people going to possibly do and say before because you exactly. already Exactly. Y'all better know we up on game. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. So it may seem like one thing to some people looking out, I mean, some people looking in like, um, like, 
best believe baby girl always has a master plan for every fucking thing that I do and I'm really big on my people just because they're making an uneducated guess girl well yeah from where so they, they at know, from right? where they are and and you know what I'll take that you know what I mean because a lot of shit that I don't know about and I make assumptions so I'm not gonna take that vulnerability from anyone be like oh you don't know like because it's a it was a time and that's the another thing with cancel culture there's no patience given to people like we are in a state of learning and evolving like never before we have the internet at our hands people are you know constantly like you know even when you just said 1919 I'm like yo you're I, in my head I'm like Yo, her fucking timeline is crazy. For them to be millionaires in 1919... My grandpa was born in 1919. Right. My mama wasn't born until 1948. Oh, okay. okay. So my mama was old as hell before I was even born. Right. And my grandpa was born at the damn turn of the damn century, child. So. We were sharecroppers. We were not slaves. They right. trained me up on that. But that, then they let me know, this is why you're going out to cut grass and do this and that. They they cut the grass. You cut the grass in front of the house. They're going to pay you to put money in your account. But you're going to understand the value of working. Right. So you know nothing is given to you. I love it. Okay. But they still were, they were real estate brokers. He went to the army and then ended up moving from Louisiana to California. And opened a real estate brokerage and had a real estate brokerage from 1940 to mm, 2001. Okay. I love my so, people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It started from picking cotton. Right. And mm -hmm. that's and that's fine. Mm -hmm. You understand? And that's fine. But the fact that you know that, you know what I mean? And that's the part that be missing. Like those missing pieces. Like you, you the sit there and you try to put right. Well. Even when you're like putting a puzzle together, your own personal life puzzle together, you got all these people per pieces missing. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, can you imagine? And this is what a lot of us as black people are missing. Like, I know a lot of my family history. I don't know it all, but I do know sharecropping. Right. They were educators. They were pat They were not fucking slaves all the time. You understand? I mean, but now you gotta go you get, Ancestry and 23 and me to find out who the hell you came well, from. Well, no, Nobody I'm not fucking with them like that because... You get the point. Right, 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 right. But, <laughs> you know, but, a lot of us didn't come from that. So we have that to stand on. That's prideful for me. That's prideful if you for you. Somebody if you know you. it. Right. You understand? Somebody if you know. So you. I'm huge on like, yo, go to your family. I miss my family so much after this COVID shit. Like, I miss, um, I love my family because my family is so dope. That same shit you sitting here telling me is the stories that my family give me. And I'm like, yo, ain't nobody gonna tell me I'm a sorry ass bitch. I can't do shit. Because well, if they did it back then, and that's the blood that I got in me, Girl, I'll be damned. Girl, me about sharing a pair of shoes with his brother to go to school. Now, if y'all doing all that, should okay. no kid today complain about a damn school bus that come to your front door and pick you that's what I'm saying. We had it a little different, but we were able to get the experience right. from both sides, mm -hmm. the affluent side and also the side in different areas, you know, right. where it's the projects, the hood, a different part of town. Right. Because places I moved to, people told me, oh, that's a bad part. I was like, where? I'm from Oakland, California. They ain't nothing bad. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I, that's, I'm, <laughs> I'm from good. the hood. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm good. So I'll be all right. Bad to somebody else is not always bad to you know, right. us. But, you know, anywho. Yeah. 